755 is real with David O'Brien and Eric O'Flaherty. Welcome back to 755 is real. I'm David O'Brien, Braze writer for The Athletic, and I'm with my co-host, Eric O'Flaherty. What's up, Eric, out in Seattle? What's up, Dave? Not much, man. A lot of baseball, a lot of COVID-19 positive tests, a lot of screwed up shit going on. Um, We got a special (laughs) guest today, though. So everything's right in the world again. We got our man, Pete Moylan, with us. Moylo, what's going on, man? Sweet leading, Dave. You just dropped the everything's screwed up in the world. Let's bring on Pete Moylan. (laughs) Right along with that screwed up vibe, man. Absolutely. Here I am. The biggest screw up to ever leave Australia, Pete Moylan. How you guys doing? I'm doing good, man, all things considered. I mean, you know, with everything that's gone wrong, we still got a week's worth of baseball in, and I've loved seeing it. Yeah. We we um there's been some like um there's been some unbelievable pitching performances already this year that Oh man, there have been. Shocked me. Like Cleveland staff, are you kidding me? Yeah. 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 Fever, dude. Yeah. You got guys doing a hundred It's legit. I got fever fever bad. <laughs> that guy's ridiculous. You guys see his numbers in college? He was at Santa Barbara. He was not a big strikeout pitcher. And now he gets like two hundred and fifty strikeouts a year. I'm telling you, um, Analytics and driveline and rap soto. Yeah. If you are willing yeah. to put the time and effort in, you can become as good of a pitcher as you are willing to learn to become. It's crazy, it's, man. It's crazy to me. And I I kind of – I go back and forward when I think about that sort of thing. I go from I wish I had it, and then I think, well, maybe I wouldn't have been good enough because I've literally had two pitches, and, and I was like I threw a sinker slider. I didn't have anything else. Like, like I couldn't just – Maybe I you could worked have on that change up every spring. Developed a change up or a cutter or something <laughs> like that, right? Yeah. But then I think, okay, well, maybe it could have helped me do that, or, or maybe I was just I would have been out of the game because I was I wouldn't have been good enough to to have pitches even registered to change on reps. <laughs> <laughs> I always think about it. You know, those years where you just couldn't get swings and misses on your slider, and it takes you like a right. month to figure it out. I think mm-hmm. it just speeds up the process where you're. You know, you get the feedback and those real numbers behind it. Maybe you'd be able to tweak it in one or two outings. I think that's what guys that's are doing That's a good point. Now. That's a really good point. Look, when you look at someone like Sonny Gray, and you look at yeah, yeah, like the the I, I've always used the the term tunneling when you talk about pitching, and and yep. I've never I've never seen so many guys doing it so well. And I listened to Sonny Gray in an interview yesterday, and the way that they talk about it, it's so simplistic and it's so. It's so smart, but it's the the Reds are doing some crazy stuff over there, some really cool stuff, I think. Yeah, they well, got Bodie. Yep. Speaking of yep. fine pitching performances, my first topic I wanted to ask you about, Max Freed. Mm. Yes. Thursday, Thursday night against the Rays, he was perfect until mm. a two-out single in the fifth inning. And I went to the bathroom, yeah. And then to Mike Bra- Brazo, and then he immediately picked him off first base. Uh, so yep. Freed went six and a third, gave up three hits and one walk, had seven strikeouts. Only run against him was inherited when Luke came in and gave up a hit. Yep. Uh, yep. Max is still a year from arbitration, but he'll be 27 mm-hmm. in January because he had missed basically two years after uh, TJ surgery. My question, yep. is it time for the Braves to sign this guy to a long-term extension? Um, I'll go first. I think He's not even arb- you- eligible yet, by the way. Right, it can. I'm gonna one of two ways, and it's this is the risk that's always involved when you're talking about giving contracts for yeah. for guys like this. And you know, 
do you wait and see how this season plays out and see how he goes? Or do you bite the bullet and go, he may get even better and then it's going to cost us even more? Or do you say, he did pretty good last night. Um, let's try and lock him up for, for a couple of years. But at 27, I don't think he's going to probably get more than maybe five or six, maybe. I mean, I'm not yeah, sure pitchers get much more than that anyway. Um, he's already had Tommy, John. I mean, yeah, he's, I think most teams would be scared of the – the, the, you got to have a longer, you know, run without getting hurt. And he's and got health-wise. one year and 148 days, so he won't even be super two, right, Pete? He would need no. another like he won't be super two. How many days? One year, 148. He may be before this year, so he'll be so two he'll years be two and 148. He, uh-huh. He's a very good chance of being a super two. Okay, otherwise he won't even be eligible until. I thought it was around yeah. the 120, 128 mark when you know, normally. No, it's higher than that. Are you sure? I thought so, but maybe I, I could be wrong. But yeah, okay, so maybe he's a super two after this year then. But twenty twenty two, he's going to be our eligible, I think. Okay. But yeah, I, I mean, think, look, I think if he continues to do what he's like, but there's a little bit of the inconsistency still. I mean, I know he locked it in last night, um, but. Um, you know, there's always those misfires out of the zone and the spin-offs in the delivery, but I think that's just part of who he is. And I that's think, part of uh, what makes him good too. Yeah. He throws oh, accidental really. cutters sometimes at like 95. Yeah. And, and, and look at it from the other way. If he, if he eliminates those and goes on the kind of terror you're talking about, cause he won, he won 17 games last year. I mean, he yeah. I know his ERA was four, but he had a few games. Didn't he have like yeah. Just a couple of blow Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of run support, obviously. Yeah. Um, but if he doesn't, he eliminates a couple of those big games that he had and blow up, and all of a sudden, I mean, I think you're going to sign him for a lot less now than it would be, in other words, after a season with a three ERA. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. But, so but how many years? Do you, just, do, you, do you just buy out his arbitration year and maybe one free agent year? Or what do you, what are you I'd, trying I'd to try, accomplish by I would try to go f- now? I would try to go five years because I think once he has another year, like if he has a year like uh, better than last year, he's mid-three ERA – uh, it's hard to do anything this year. You don't know how many how many wins is good this year in a sixty game season. But if he has a year compared to everyone else, that's really good. His arbitration is going to be big, and then after right. one year of arbitration, he could go through the roof. Right, but we also don't know how he's getting this better fast. COVID thing. We don't know how this COVID thing is going to affect arbitration and affect free agent contracts and affect yeah. the future money being thrown around the game. Like we always talk about. The superstars are going to get taken care of. Right. And Max is one of them. So maybe he falls into that. So, um, but I just, yeah, I, I don't, I, I think everything's up in the air this year. Yeah. Um, the Mookie, the Mookie contract was like, aberration. That, that, it was like, okay, that's, uh, we're, yeah. we're, everything seems like it's going to be going okay after this year. Yeah. Then. He's an exception, um, though. He's the biggest superstar that, that was going to be out there, like Trout. Yeah. They're- yeah, it's true. Um, I don't know if you're got, freed, I, though, you probably think about it. Just, you know, having had Tommy John and some injury history in the past, I mean, he'd at least consider it. But Want some security. For sure. I and would he, if, if and, I'm in his shoes, as good as he is. And the blister and thing can pop too. up any time, too. Well, though, what's up with the blisters? I don't know. I don't know if it's the – I look, is it raining more in Atlanta than it ever has, or have I just been really sheltered no. and not ever been outside? It it's rains more like that. at that place where they are. It rains a little more than it did at Turner Field. There's been studies that have shown like that. It's but it's so humid in Atlanta right now. But he's got the blisters on the road though, too. Just as much yeah, or more. 
I, I don't. Maybe it's the way that he that he he puts yeah. pressure on his finger when he's throwing his curveball. I, 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 I honestly, I bet it is. Rich Hill, same way in L.A. for a long time. Right, exactly. So Derek Lowe the, always had him. Derek Lowe. Derek used yeah. to sit there and manipulate his finger before each start. Like he's always painting. Yeah. And it hasn't been a problem of for, skin on top of it. I think it's yeah. only one time for free, like in the last 16 months or whatever. So I don't think it's, you know, this not popping up every five starts. Right. But I um, guess my, I guess a better question would be, isn't it time for the Braves to do whatever it takes within reason to sign both Freed and Soroka to long-term deals that knock out your one-two starters? Uh, or maybe they drop down, you know, if Ian Anderson is good as as, as some think he might be, or Tucker Davidson. But to get those two signed up. If they Soroka, go year to year, they're going to kill well you in arbitration. Soroka, you got to do before arbitration, in my opinion. Yeah. You got to do him now or after this year. I think they've both done enough to prove that they're not just going to be one season wonders. Right. Um, so I think they've they've earned those one one and two spots in the lineup for sure. Um, they got all the intangibles. I, I, I am a little concerned about the next three spots, though. If I'm yeah. completely honest, um, oh, yeah. not just not just this year, like yeah, the, I thought Faulty was going to be there for a few years, um, yeah. and obviously that hasn't worked out. The way I thought Hamels was going to be a great addition this year, that, I don't even think he's going to get back on the mound. I can't speak, but I, it doesn't seem like there's any there's any great rush. Um, Not much progress from either party. So it just, I, I think it's just agreed upon that that's just it is what it is. Um, I still think he's going to offer guidance if he's here. I'm, I'm I hope he's here, but with yeah, the he's doing that. I don't even know. He's okay, doing good. that with Freed. Yeah, Freed said he's good, been as, well, as well, good that's, or as that you could possibly invaluable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I just, I just wish they could spend more time together with this coronavirus. I just wish they could be hanging out, you know, yeah. on the road, and, and right. because I feel like if Freed can get that kind of mentality and that kind of, that kind of, because he was a, Hamels was a beast. Yeah, no he doubt. used to go through. But they always talked about Halliday and they talked about um, Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Hamels was Hamels was legit. Yeah, yeah. Hitters always talked about how they – it was just like it was the three-headed monster, almost a four-headed monster by the time they did go through Philly. So, when they um, had them all I healthy, think, man, they were – And he knows how to win, and he and he's, he's proved that he was MVP of the World Series one year, right? So it's like he's a, he's a gamer. If he can get any part of that rubbed off on Maxi, then I'm all for that. I think that's why you take it slow, though, too, because you really want to make sure that you don't have another setback, and you want him for the playoffs in the, whatever the yeah. last two-week stretch one, yeah. <laughs> we'll call it now, but – Oh, yeah, Eric and I said way. if Eric and I was talking about if you even if you just get two or three good starts out of uh, free uh, or of uh, Hamels. Hamels in the regular season in September, mm-hmm. and then have then him for the playoffs, then he's yeah. worth it. If if he helps you yeah. get past that first round of the playoffs, then he's worth it. One hundred percent, and that's what one year rentals are for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to have him now, but it sure would. You also didn't count on there being so many question marks in a rotation. You know, with Fulty, right. with Newcomb, so far he hasn't done home. anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Kyle Wright, you know, who looks great for two or three innings, and then it just comes apart. He's just got to put it together, man. But I, I was talking to Greeny the other day about that. It wasn't like he made one – he wasn't a bad pitch. He threw a backdoor slider to the lefty that drove him in the gap. Mm-hmm. And then I think it he was a, a ground guys. ball through the left side or something. Like, it, it wasn't like he made bad pitches. It was a walk. It was just – was it walks? Okay. Yeah, yeah you're right. Why did, but why his did fastball was beating him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, he went to the he went to the slider. He said he lost his grip. 
The grip's right. been a problem with him, you know, and especially now with no, he can't lick his fingers. And he said that rag just doesn't do the same as licking his fingers. Yeah, no shit. I had I had somebody say that they're going to name their fantasy baseball team uh, league uh, league sanctioned wet rag. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good name for a band. <laughs> uh, but, but I can't imagine try, like obviously the guys have probably got sunscreen and rosin and pine tar hidden wherever. But like to expect guys to not. There is such a difference between the tackiness of a spit and just a yeah. wet cloth. Like, yeah, it does nothing. And O'Flaherty's whole hand in his mouth. Yeah. How would you pitch now? Go, you'd be deep throat yourself with, up to your elbows. Just, <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm at home. <laughs> Corona got him. He just, more ways than he just keep the wet rag in his mouth just chomping on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'd do. I, I, it's definitely – I think it's going to be a problem for quite a few guys. Cole doesn't seem to be having any issues. Either does anyone else who's starting and punching out a hundred at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Um, So the last time that the Braves – I know it's different regime, so it doesn't really matter with front office, but just just point of information. The last time the Braves gave a long-term extension, can you guys remember who it was? Um, how, 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 what would you consider long-term to a guy before arbitration? Let's put it that way. Uh, let's oh. say, let's say more than three years. JT. Um, you got it. JT. Julio. Teron, Teron signed a six year, $32.4 million extension in February, 2014. And he was just shy mm-hmm. of arbitration. He had gone 14 and eight with a three, two Oh ERA and 30 starts the previous year as a rookie. Had 170 strikeouts and 185 innings. I think it's going to cost him a hell of a lot more than yeah. that. Oh, <laughs> maybe yeah. double that. That's about yeah, the one-year average, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For, for Soroka. Um, it's um, yeah, that's that's by the, a bargain. And by those the way, deals too, though, you see those deals, and you you know why wouldn't the team do that? Because that's such yeah. low risk for a guy like Julio. But I can't yeah. see Max or or Soroka signing something like that. He was coming mm-hmm. off uh, – he had been finished fifth in the Rookie of the Year balloting the, the previous year. Julio, that was when he was throwing 96. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. two days later, by the way, in 2014, February 16th, Kimbrell signed – That's when I got Freddie? Oh, that's when Kim, I got Kimbrell. Well, yeah, the same year as Fab- Freddie, too. Yeah. They'd yeah. hit that flurry there. Kimbrell signed a four-year, $42 million extension. And Andrelton Simmons, too. They signed them all. Freddie yep. uh, then- was on a signing spree. Well, and it, it looked it was a good. I thought it was a good idea. It, was a great it looked idea. great. They all, all those contracts worked out. Nobody and knew so, the rebuild was just around yeah. the corner, a year away. Still, all those deals in. paid. I mean, if if you would have kept those guys, all those deals. Oh man, they all look great. At the, anytime yeah. you can get the guys to sign it, it's just it's a matter of the player being willing. You know, my question. Speaking of rebuilding, right? Do you ever think the Dodgers are going to try and rebuild, or you think they're just going to they're just going to keep throwing millions of dollars at it and just the until Dodgers? they buy themselves the World Series? Yeah, or they just know as soon as they win, whenever they happen to win, they're just going to break it all down like the Marlins did. I don't. No way. They're like no. the Yankees. I don't think they so can't. Either. They can't rebuild, man. It's too big a market. Well, the, the Yankees kind of rebuilt, but they were still competitive. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's what the like, Dodgers would do. I think they're, the Dodgers would do the same they're thing. Just, yeah. they're, they're, there's so much money involved in everything they do. I just can't see them rebuilding and trying to sell that. And that, that TV contract they have and just everything. Trying to compete out there on that sports market, that sports landscape with the Lakers. Tough. New football team. Yeah, but they get 60,000 people to every game. <laughs> yeah. Well, they wouldn't if they didn't. They didn't for a while there when they had that shitty owner before this one. Remember, that was place that was starting to fall apart. 
Is that the guy that still owns the, the parking lots? It was McCourt. The parking lots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he and his wife got divorced, and and yeah, he, he still owns the parking lot revenues. Uh, McCourt, McCourt. Yeah, we. Yeah. yeah, they had the house in Malibu, and his wife thought the swimming pool wasn't big enough, so they bought the house next door so they could lengthen their swimming pool for over the two houses. Yeah, doing all right when I you mean, can make those it's moves. A, it's a power move. <laughs> that is a power move. Yeah, <laughs> you got it. Why not? So, so after signing that long-term deal, by the way, Tehran went uh, 32-31, 3-3-7-ERA and five hundred and twenty-four strikeouts over the next three years. Averaged thirty-two starts and two hundred and three innings that over that span. Those were his age twenty-three to twenty-five seasons. So, uh, Freed is twenty-six right now. He was young. Teron was young, man. When he when he broke, yeah, in. he he signed at sixteen. Like wasn't yeah. he twenty or maybe yeah. in nineteen when he first first broke in? Yeah, yeah. That's why um, I think Freed would be a lot more willing. I mean, Soroka's only twenty two, but Freed, right. you know, you've had some you've had some surgeries. You're getting up there in years. Not really, you know. Twenty six is a little older in baseball now than it used yeah, to be. But it sure is. Just thinking about it, you know, I mean, after going through Tommy John, especially, you know, you know, it, you can have one pitch and never be the same again. So it, he'd probably be a lot more willing to do it than, than Soroka at this point. You're right. But he also, he's higher he also, risk. He came back, he came back throwing harder after his first Tommy John. Like that's the story I heard is that he was a, just a low nineties guy. And all of a sudden he hit 99 last night. That was crazy. He's a stud, man. He weighs 137 pounds and he's throwing 99 <laughs> miles an hour. He's like six, but, six, four, man. He's uh he's got some he's leverage. Athletic. He yeah, didn't lift any weight. So, that's I always think yeah. about that because there's so many different ways to get high velocity. You see so many guys trying to lift, but you know, like Edwin Diaz or Freed throwing 99 at it, Freed does no weights. I mean, he just does like shoulder tubes. That's what Degrom does too, just shoulder tubes and stuff, and and they just uh -huh. ride off their athleticism. But you Long know, arms, yeah, just lanky. I, I just think about it when you have all these kids being told they have to squat 400 pounds to throw 95. You know, there's there's a lot of different ways to skin the cat. Man, between his what? fastball slider and that curve, and then he's then he's improving the changeup a lot. Yeah, if he gets that changeup, uh, if that becomes a plus pitch, oof. I think he could be on that Kershaw level. Honestly, I agree. Yeah, he's he's uh, uh in the last three years of that deal, Julio. By the way, he had a four oh nine ERA. Uh, so things kind of you know he became a, a, he would, he, would, he wasn't what they thought he was going to be. Over the last, but he was steady. He was still out there every start, you know, 30 starts a year, 33. Yeah. I mean, I think it was a good contract. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's on a one-year deal with the Angels because the Braves declined that $9 million option. But he'd be option nice to have right now. Because, oh, he, he you know, be, he'd be right in a now? spot where you just, even if you, you know, even if he doesn't dominate, you know what you're getting out of Julio almost every time out and he's going to compete. They let Keiko walk and they let him walk because they thought they would go out and get one one year deal and they did with Hamels and it's not working out like Donaldson did. Obviously, that's what that's the risk you take when you do these one year deals with these aging guys. But, um, you know, I mean, Hamels was hurt yeah, last that's what year, I, so look, it happened with me in eighteen. Look, I had to go out and get, spend a lot of money to get me. It didn't work out. <laughs> it's just risk you take, man. Yeah, my one Sorry. year deals didn't pay off either on the backside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, a, cheaper, a couple though. of them did. Kansas City struck gold. If I'm completely honest, I didn't know that I had that in me, and I did. So, congratulations, Kansas City, and I'm sorry to Atlanta to this day. I couldn't quite, <laughs> I couldn't back it up. I just you, there was, you there paid it up front. 
You paid I it did. on the front side. Kansas City still got a great coffee maker because of you, right? In their clubhouse. They, I spoke to Alex Gordon just a couple of weeks ago, and I said, I sent him a photo of myself making a coffee, and he sent me a photo of one that he has next to his locker, <laughs> and he takes he takes one on the road with him as well. So I got uh, I got that well caffeinated. So that clubhouse <laughs> is ready to go. That boy more though. Yeah, hey, thanks, it's hard to believe. Part. It's hard to believe that Julio is still just 29, by the way. He's one year older than Freed. Exactly. Both born in That's January. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? There's a lot of, there's a lot of innings in that, in that oh. shoulder, too. Julio debuted at 20 and has pitched 1,360 innings. Freed debuted yeah. at 23 and has pitched 237 innings. Yeah, and I, I always wonder how that's going to affect a guy on the backside of his career, like if that mileage adds up or if it's just age that adds up. But even if you look at Felix, man, Felix was up at 19, and yeah. everybody thinks Felix is like 40. I think yeah. he's 33 yeah. or, or maybe Everybody's just shocked 10. when they hear his age. Yeah, but as far as baseball age, you know, he's he's definitely up there because he was throwing 200 innings a year at, at yeah, 22 years, 21, 22. Terms. Yeah, so it's, that's another thing to think about with Freed is relatively, you know, low mileage on his joints and everything. But there's only so much you can do to fight aging. Oh, can I ask you about about that real quick? Just how did he look compared to – obviously not compared to when Felix? Felix was Felix. What I'm talking about, when Felix was, um, you know, towards the end of his career in Seattle and scuffling, did he look much better with, with the Braves in spring training? He looked better. He, did, he didn't look like night and day, but he definitely looked like he made some adjustments. And, you know, he was throwing like a backdoor two-seamer that I'd never seen him really throw, um, getting okay. lefties to kind of freeze up looking at it. His changeup's so still pitching. filthy, but what he really lost was just the, when he lost his velocity, his changeup stayed at 89. His changeup was 89 and 91 when he was throwing 96. And then when he mm. came down to 90-91, his changeup was still 89. So, I mean, I think he lost a lot of that separation, but it's he still had the movement, you know. When he came up, he was just power four seam and curveball. And over the years, he switched to throwing more and more of those changeups. And I think he just got into a pattern of really turning the ball over. And I think that crushed his shoulder because I know when I did that, it did. And your shoulder fell yeah. off. Um, yeah. Anybody that's throwing like heavy sinkers and stuff, it's it's just it's really tough mileage on the arm. But yeah, he looked he looked really good. I mean, compared to last year, I thought he could be. He, I thought he was going to be helpful for sure. Yeah, well, he definitely would have been now. No. Well, yeah, because he's another guy, too, that, you know, if he goes out and gives up two or three in the first, you could stick with him because you know he's going to compete versus right. a lot of young guys when they when they have Good that battle. outing in the first or second and they give up three, you start the double barrel in the bullpen because you, you just yeah. don't know how they're going to handle it and if and if you can beat them up. And that's for me, that's the one and thing. And you got 60 games. Yeah, in a lot in a short time span. That's why I like yeah. Chassin because I, I feel like he's got that experience where you feel like you could just go out there and let him wear it and, and find a way through five. But with young yeah. guys, when you try to do that, you don't know if they're going to even find their way through three. So that's kind of why I say like Julio would be nice right now or somebody Tomlin. like that. Tomlin, why, yeah. Why, why, why isn't Tomlin in the rotation? I like right? having him on backup, though. I like they, having him on backup and when, so do they. when the start does fall apart. He's the best, like, he best comes possible into the games and he shuts it down. He just shuts pump it strikes. down. He just pumps strikes. They like He's having afraid, just seen to be able to do the long – Piggyback to go in if, if yep. the guy gets blown up in the second inning. They like Chassin to be able to go the multi-innings, five or six. Yeah. And because and uh, Snit likes to be able to use Tomlin for an inning like he did the other day. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, well, because he could come in late in the game and give you, you know, he could yeah. throw extras. He could throw the eighth. He can do a lot of different stuff. So it's almost like you want to keep him on reserve a little bit. But right. so you bring him Felix, in the fourth and get to the seventh. I think if Felix had thought it through kind of like Nick did and, uh, you know, in, in retrospect and, realized or if he had any idea that guy you know like Fulty was gonna 
do what he did. And yeah. I think he probably would have stuck around. He'd be starting tomorrow, Saturday. Yeah. yeah. They, they'd have Felix starting. King yeah, Felix. But, uh, and, and instead, they're going to be one. Do you think it's, it's going to be one of these young I don't guys? Think, I don't think he, he stopped playing because he didn't think he was going to make the team. I think it was just a. I the think whole it was thing. a. Yeah. He just bounced. Just a, he didn't even give a reason. The whole thing. Right. I just don't think he wanted to go jump through all the hoops and do all the shit. Kind of like Nick, you know, just wouldn't be able to do all the routines he thinks he needs to do at that age to bit ready right. for a game. Right. Right. Yeah. And and Freddie convinced yeah. Nick that you can still do, you know, what you need to do. It's still fun. They got the protocols in order on the road now and it's running smooth. And that was kind of kind of why Nick. Yeah, but came now back. they're adding new protocols, right? Now 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 they're now with the Marlins fiasco. I think I think they're starting to add new protocols as far as not being able to leave the hotel at all, that sort of thing. So Mar- Marlins are ruining it for everybody. <laughs> yep. Yep. If the season do we know falls apart, definitively what happened fall. yet? Have they have they released anything no. about what happened? You'd be no. in the no day, bro. They do not know. They tried to blame it on they tried to say that they flight got attendant. it while they were in Atlanta. They tried to blame it on a flight attendant. All those things have kind of fallen through. And the Braves thing kind of fell through because not one Brave has tested positive since the Marlins were here. Yeah. Right. And and nineteen Marlins have. Including right. the coaches. So, I mean, w- w- do we know? Like, how, how, do, we how does anything. that happen? No one knows? We don't know. <laughs> they probably had a couple. Of, my my theory, because they were only in Atlanta for like literally like 36 hours. They came here for a night game. We played a day game the next day, exhibition, and flew out of here. But, you know, they have so many young guys on that team. They got like no veteran leaders on somebody that team. Somebody took a chance. Somebody <laughs> went to the strip. Somebody went to Magic City just like the NBA wings. dude did. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Probably didn't get the wings. They probably just went. <laughs> They're still doing yeah. lap dances at Magic City. What's that? Come on, man. Yeah, you I know think what that's, Magic City it's is. It's probably a hard world for strippers out there right now. It's got to be. Not there it is. It's got to be. That one's kind yeah. of – I think they're owning this scene right now. But that's all well, it took. I think know? they're owning the food scene. But I don't think I don't think the, the, the women that are working are, are rolling in it right now. I mean – it's not exactly the kind of business that you want to be in when there's a pandemic going. I know, but I think that one's doing okay. It's kind of notorious, famous. But uh, anyway, I, you know, all it took, the point is all it took was one or two guys going to one right, place. Just, just let me ask you a question. It. So because it's famous, coronavirus can't get in there? Is that is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not saying that at all. It probably is care. getting in there. The NBA, you know, no, it probably just, is getting in there. They're doing yeah. what they want. That's what he's saying. Yeah, yeah exactly. There ain't I'm, any, I'm finding that a, a lot of places uh, around the country are seemingly doing whatever they want. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> uh, hey, listeners. Producer came here. And guess what? There's no better way to celebrate the return of baseball than with a dugout mug. And as the name would suggest, dugout mugs is actually founded in a college baseball dugout. What they do is they take the barrel of a baseball bat and they turn it into a 12-ounce mug. And guess what? It's licensed by Major League Baseball. So your favorite team, including the Atlanta Braves, can be lasered engraved onto a Birchwood baseball bat barrel mug. It's perfect for the big game. It's perfect for a gift. Give it to Moilo, for example. I'm sure he would love it. He has nothing in his house right now. You can give him the gift of a dugout mug. And in order to give him the gift of a dugout mug, you have to go to dugoutmugs.com slash theathletic and you can save 30% off your first purchase by using the promo code MLB30. Again, that's dugoutmugs.com slash theathletic and code MLB30. That's all one word, mlb 3 to give the gift of a dugout mug. Baseball is back. Get your very own dugout mug today. So the last time Mike Fultonavich got demoted to Gwinnett, I wrote this. Turned it around. He turned it around. And the Braves are hoping he can do the same thing again. 
My question to you guys, Kenny, do you guys think you will? Um, I, I, I know Mike pretty well. Um, Mike and I were in spring training together in Houston in 2014. And ah, then when he came over to the Braves, forgot about when that. we came over to the Braves, you know, we kind of re- reconnected and, and, um, I, I really do think that he, he might be able to do it. Um, I, I said, I said to myself that I think maybe a change would be the best thing for him. So maybe, yeah, maybe I don't know if he's going to do it. Um, being Gwinnett, but if mm-hmm. there was another team that was to say, "Hey, you know, we, we believe in you. We want to give you a chance." Um, I think that'd really spark him a little bit, and maybe add a little motivation, and and maybe that'll turn it into a, "Hey, I'm going to turn this into an fu to the Bravos and see mm-hmm. if I can't go and compete and, and shove for another team." Yeah. Um, I I honestly think that that could happen, and I do think he's got that kind of personally the personality where right. he will use this as motivation. For sure. Um, so um, I, I don't think this is the last we've seen of Mike Fulton Rich, that's for sure. My, my question, Pete, I mean, you saw him. You've seen him up here, right? Mm-hmm. And you saw him in the start? Yep. What do you think, and without getting any specifics if you don't want to do it publicly, no, but fine. why yeah. did the guy think that losing that much weight would help him? Because he has lost um, so much weight. Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe, I mean, you look at someone like a Fried or a DeGrom and how free and easy yeah. it is for him. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what kind of workout he was doing during COVID, and whether he was able to get the right. kind of workouts that he was wanting to do. Um, whether that Probably was not. a result, I didn't see him in spring training, um, and I don't know if it was a massive was loss skinny. between spring yeah, training was, and no, now. he was skinny in spring training. Right. So he's obviously gone with a plan, and maybe it hasn't worked, and maybe he needs to rethink it because yeah, um, I'm not sure. I, I've never thrown bullpens in the off season at a place with a radar gun, so I could have been sitting there firing off 65. Right. That's and what I, I was no saying. Idea. Right. You don't know till um, you get onto a gun. You don't. And it feels good. It feels great. And then you get out there and you're like, holy shit, it's 89. What is that? That's what I was telling Dave last time is, you know, I've come into camp yeah. thinking I'm throwing fuel. Because the thing is, is when the ball's leaving your hand right, uh, you know, your arm can be locked in, but your body's not necessarily functi- functioning perfectly or, you know, you're just not as powerful. You don't have your weight on you. But you can come into camp thinking you nailed it the whole off season, yeah. And then you get on the gun and it says 87. And you're like, shit, let me make some tweaks. But he doesn't have time to make those tweaks between that exhibition game when he was throwing nope. 90 and his next start five days later. You know, even putting weight on, it takes time to transfer that power and, and get used to it. So, you know, you don't know what he was doing. I, I'm pretty sure he didn't have access to a facility or a weight room. Uh, he's got two kids at home. So it's not like you're getting all those home cooked meals. You're just, when you're home with two kids, you're just grinding to get through the day and you just eat a bowl of oatmeal well, was, or something yeah. at night. He you was know? going with that, with those, you know, with, uh, with, uh, yeah, but throwing and lifting weights every you know, day. If yeah. he's just throwing and, and the That's stuff you can do on, on a field, if I think he's a naturally pretty lean guy, yeah. if you're just out there running poles and long tossing, I mean, you're not building, right. You can build timing and leverage and, and build your delivery up. So it's clean, but you can't build power out there. Like guys are doing in the weight room now. And you know, even the weight loss, when you lose weight, you feel athletic, you feel good running around, you right. feel good moving. So he right. might've thought he was locked in. Right. And then, right. you know, you come in, I mean, like I lost, I lost a ton of weight, a couple spring trainings. And one year I did it by eating everything in sight and I just got really lean, but I was still powerful. The other year I tried this like low carb shit and I came into camp throwing 85 and was just getting torched by McCann. I mean, he was just ripping on me because he knew, I think he knew I'd get it, but to come in, I just, without the carbs, I just felt weak. Like I just was felt like a zombie. Was the first year you came back super skinny? 
No, that year I was throwing 94, and it was a big right. deal when I came back. I think Chino was on my ass every day telling me I was going to melt into dust and trying to hand me Krispy Kreme donuts every day. Bobby but, was you know, talking about it, too. Yeah, yeah, everybody was. I mean, I had to talk with Shearholes. I had to talk to a, a bunch of people, and they were like, hey, what are you doing? You know, Get some weight back on you. And all that talk quieted down when I threw 94 in my first outing. And then yeah, exactly. the other spring training was 2012. I'd done like just, you know, like rice and I wasn't eating any bread really. I was just eating like lean foods. And I came in, I was, I was lean, but I was also skinny. I just didn't have any like aggression, you know, cause I was just tired. I was out of sugar. And that's <laughs> uh, faulty right now. Yeah. And I think that's what he, he looked like that, you know, he looked kind of gaunt, but yeah. like I'm saying, you know, if he didn't have access to all the food you get at the field yeah. and he's at home grinding, right, you know, he's like right. you make yourself a peanut butter and jelly and you're just trying to get through the day with kids. So he could have just lost man. all that weight and power and he just needs time to put it back on. I don't know, man. I'm not, not, not to play amateur psychologist, but he had a very stressful year last year between being sent down for seven weeks between that game five that he's got to let sit there yeah. all winter and think about yeah, how it game. ended. After game one, or, or yeah, game two, after game two, when he pitched so great, yeah. um, man, yeah. I, I mean, it's not going to be surprise me with if if he comes back and he starts talking about what he went through, if he reveals that it was a lot, it was very stressful. I mean, people get stressed out and they don't eat normal when they get stressed out. I'm, I promise you, two kids is way more stressful than anything yeah. that happened to well, me on a baseball field. Two little yeah. kids. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, he's he's he was home. He would have been out on the road eating show spreads on the road. Instead, yeah. you're at home begging a kid to stop screaming. Uh-huh. The know? hardest, the hardest, one of the hardest things in the world was to, trying to learn how to feed myself when I stopped yeah. playing. It's like yeah. because you just yeah. show to the it's field. Always just laid in just, front of you. Yep. You've got choices now. It's like holy shit! I can actually look in the pantry and find, what? What is this? Yeah. Yeah. It's they're, just. They're, they're having to get used to that too in this pandemic world, in this uh, in this new world right now with the little prepackaged muffins and food delivered to their doors because they can't just go to the ballpark and eat a spread now. There's no spreads. Yeah, yeah, wow. and that hurts, and, and that's what I'm talking about. You know, like if the food all changed mm-hmm. and you just can't get your hands on enough calories, you walk into a big league clubhouse, man. There's like seven options. There's pizza. There's there's healthy options. There's junk food. There's ice cream. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just everything you can think of, and and you just everybody just eats to their full. When you're at home, you know, it's like you, you got to figure out how to get those calories in you. And I could see like just a change in a lifestyle and him not really even paying attention or knowing it. And all of a sudden you show up and mm-hmm. you're throwing 88. You know, if he, the good the good news for me, I mean, I think that a, a change of scenery could benefit him because he's getting into that here we go again territory where every time exactly. he pitches bad, he's yeah. going to have to have it hanging over him and everybody's going to wonder. Exactly. That's yeah. the nice thing about a change of scenery. You go to a new team and they only look at your positives at first. Nobody's looking. Yep. Nobody's tired of your shit yet. Nobody's tired of your act. Yeah. Um, but, pro- you know, it, if he says he's not hurt, I, I think the velocity drop is is why he wouldn't have gotten claimed plus the money. Yeah. Teams would have been afraid of an injury. But yeah. when you lose that much weight, it's easy to lose five miles an hour. When you, it, I think he's down like maybe 10, 15 pounds and intentional at or not, least. you know. Yeah, you, intentional or not, I mean that's going to cost you some power if if your base weight that you're supposed to be at, you know, if he's born to be 205 and he's at 190 right now. I mean, well, he was 225 in his 2018 All Star season. He's below 200 now. Yeah, that that'll cost you. That'll cost Snit you. thinks if he gains 15, 20 pounds, he can get his velo back. Snit just yeah. you know, I mean he wasn't Snit's not breaking it down scientifically. Just asked somebody asked him, you think he could get velo back if he gains 15, 20 pounds? Snit goes. Yeah, I think he could. I mean, you know, it's a, we'll see. I can't think he could just eat. Yeah, I mean, show me a show me. Besides, you, you can look at Freed. Freed's not shredded. He's just lean. You know. Yeah. But you, it, just in general, guys that are really shredded, 
in baseball, it just doesn't work well. Guys that have really low body fat, you're just tired out there. It's too many games. Even Cole, even Cole isn't like he's he's got some chunk on him. He's not exactly like a specimen. Okay, no. but what happens to Cole he's if he a, loses? He's a lot like Freed. Right. No, Cole. He's he's a horse. He's he's a, yeah. he's, he's probably two twenty five, two thirty. But he's not. He's not. Get a little belly on him. Individual. Yeah. No, he's no, not. He's you got to like, have a. Just, there's some fat, sloppy bodies throwing ninety nine in the big leagues. You know, yeah. I, and then you got a Tyler Glasnow who looks like he's been cut out of stone yeah. to throw baseballs. But I think that's who and he the dude is. With the Reds, oh my God, that guy's a power lifter. I think that's Wearing who he bands. is, though. Yeah, Lorenzen. But that's what I'm saying. I think it's who those guys are. You know, right. if it, you got to be pretty close to how you were supposed to be. You know, body fat wise and weight wise. When you start manipulating it and changing it, I think that's when you can get into a territory where your body's just not functioning optimally. And and a lot of guys, you know, you want to look in the mirror and see a six pack. But for baseball field, it's you know that's a battle guys fight too. How about the guy that came in, the reliever for the uh, Rays, night before last, uh, Jose Alvarado? You see him? Yep, I did. Talk I about big every, sloppy um, body. That dude and that dude's throwing ninety nine. I mean, just I watched every over over. arm come out of that bullpen, Dave, and it was one of the most impressive things that <laughs> no I've witnessed. Shit, right? Because they just I feel keep like, rolling them out. God. I feel like they have they have just they've designed this team to be a perfect baseball team for twenty twenty. Oh, they they, yeah. they they really have a good team. They do. What a, what a job they've done year after year after year with a shitty budget that's like one third what the Yankees right. and the Dodgers have. And they do it every yeah. year, or they have for the last five yeah. years. Yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, yeah. look at the Marlins. It's, They're the antithesis of the Marlins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they it comes do it down right. to a lot of the, the people working for you, you know, developing your minor leaguers. And then they have just enough veterans there, too, to, be, to lead these kids, too, unlike the Marlins who just blew it all out. Yeah, that's the that's what – and I think that's what you find with, like, even it's San Francisco when they, when they bring in someone like a Hunter Pence yeah. or yeah. – uh, you know, they, they obviously have a, a vision of the way that they want a game played and they bring those guys in and they want them to show the guys how to do it and show mm-hmm. them the right attitude in the clubhouse. And, um, you know, that's what that's that's what you need. You need a couple of old guys that have been there and have faced a lot of this shit because right. it's, it's hard. Right. The big leagues are hard. And they kept yeah. Posey for that. You know, they didn't blow him out. And, you know, they, they kept By the way. When he, I know he's got legitimate reasons, but when, when he was like, no, nah, I'm out, I, I thought to myself, he would have. He might have just read a letter, guys. You're welcome for your three championships. I'll see you next year. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Before it came out, why? You know, the the twins. He couldn't say that anymore. But before that, right. people were thinking that for sure. Yeah, I, I am down with this Corona, especially after this when this first year rebuild. I'm all right. Too. I think that's what Felix was thinking. But you know, yeah. Marcakis shocked me. He, he shocked me twice. He shocked me leaving, yeah. and he shocked me coming back. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that in a second. Yeah. Uh, well, moving on from uh, Fulty then. Uh, <laughs> I Yeah, Fulty, good dude, man. I think that people should know that, that that really – I know he can come across poorly on Twitter. And 100% that. misunderstood. Right. Yeah. He's a good dude. He really He's is. High emotions yeah. and he cares a lot. Yep, gets, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He needs to, to – yeah, we've talked about this. He needs to, to delete the Twitter account for a while. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have any of that when I played for that reason, man. I mean, you could read one comment. You know, it, it, when I first came up, it was just the, you go to like, you know, the Seattle times article or something. If you read those comments after a bad outing, man, it yeah. could send you into a tailspin. Yeah. 
But I had a scout, though, by the way, text me the next day after Fulte got DFA'd and said, what's with Fulte DFA? I said, have you seen him, man? He's throwing 89-90. He goes, yeah, I saw the exhibition. He saw video of the exhibition against the Marlins. He goes, and I saw the first game against uh, Tampa Bay. And he goes, uh, and the, and it's not just the velo. He said, the, the slider is not there. There's no, there's no oomph in that slider. The oomph yeah. comes from the pizza. Yeah, the power. Yeah. You eat some more Mom's pizza. Need some arm speed. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, if the Braves had had options, they would have just optioned him to begin with. They wouldn't have they wouldn't have DFA'd him, but they didn't have options. And if he wasn't making you know two point two million prorated, somebody would have picked him up. But who's yeah. going to do that in a sixty game season when you have no idea if he's going to be ready in a month or whatever? It's just it's, right. But I mean, um, and if you pick him up, he has to be on the active roster, right? It can't just be picking yeah. up and throwing. You can try right. and DFA him and see if no, he didn't have right. options exactly. Like, Right. Yeah, he's got to be on your roster, your forty um, man, or your thirty man roster. I think, I think it's going to be. I don't know if we're going to see him again this year, but I, I know he, he he will definitely be back. I bet he comes um, back. I, I do bet too. He, he could be another addition towards the end of the year, like a Hamels. I mean, you throw yeah. him, you throw Mike, a good Mike back in that rotation, and the rotation starts to look pretty sick again. I mean, if he was throwing ninety eight and gave up twelve homers in that game, I don't think they designate him. I think the velocity was. You know the, the most, right. yeah, no for sure, no doubt. Well, he's got he could do say for for six weeks. He could just focus on getting it back, eating, get eating right, throwing. On. If he just returns for the last two weeks, that'd be great for the Braves yeah. and then the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. Right. And he's hey, always got that of, option of going out of the pen too if he gets his velocity back. That's what I was going to say. Like, yeah, if he comes back and can throw, yeah, one, one or two for fifteen pitches, watch out. Yeah, man. Well, this thing—if—if if nothing else, we're seeing this season is becoming a war of attrition. I mean, because <laughs> yeah. between injuries, I, Eric predicted these injuries, these pitching injuries that we're seeing. Yeah, Moylo. He he said there's going to be pitching, and there's been a rash of them. A lot of guys lot going of down. Yeah. Well, yeah, we were just talking about how you can't get you know, and that's another thing is ramp it up so quick. I, I think well, you can't fake adrenaline. So it could have been yeah. a thing where even when Fulte's velo was down, he convinced himself once the season started, and you open up in a dead stadium, but. You know, you you want to think that the velocity is going to be there and it's easy to take for granted, but you just you can't like you can't fake adrenaline. So when you're going through all those workouts, like there's no way to take your body to to the effort level that just naturally comes out once a hitter steps in the box in a big league game with fans and everything riding uh, on it. I said the other day that um, for the length of my career, every time I threw my last warm up pitch, I would literally 84. throw it as hard as I possibly could, <laughs> yeah. and I would turn around and check the radar gun every single time. I never threw above eighty four miles an hour, eighty five yep. miles an hour. But the yep. minute a hitter stepped in, something clicks. That's yep. great. I don't know what it is, and I cannot explain it. But but that's uh, what you yeah. can't replicate. That's why that's why I was saying there's going to be injuries because you got to like it has to click, and your body has to learn to tolerate that level, that speed. You know, and there wasn't right. time for guys to really build up in a in a three week camp, and and you don't know if that if that really clicks in in an inter squad game either, or if it's right. a big league game. Right, but Fulty's the only one that I see when I look around that had any kind of drop in velocity. I feel like everybody else is right. throwing exactly how hard they That's normally true. do. Whereas, whereas I would be like, I don't know if I can muster that up. And I'm, I've spoken to guys. I'm like, does it feel real? And they're like, no, it doesn't feel real. I'm like, well, how are guys performing at the same level? I couldn't do it. I don't think I could do it. Some of the pitchers said that Melanson was saying last <laughs> night between the fake noise and those cutouts behind it, he said it mm-hmm. it's really distracts Close. you from the fact there's nobody there. Yeah. Wow. That's okay. huge. 
Yeah, that's, that's because that was my biggest thing is that if I'm running in from the bullpen and there's no one telling me that I suck or that I'm great, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I'm if you just feel like pitching a, a midday game in old Miami Stadium every day. Well, they're playing the the, the fucking uh anthems, the, the intro songs as loud as ever. I mean, it's loud when they come in. So, between yeah. that and the fake crowd noise they got going, and then the, like you said, those cutouts behind that just kind of distract from the seats being empty. I get fooled every game I watch. I think you know if I'm not looking at the TV and there's a ball hit and the crowd goes kind of crazy, I look up and I and I forget there's yeah. no fans yeah. almost every time I watch a game. Yeah. I think the Rays might have a little bit of an advantage in that regard, you know, from playing in empty stadiums all the time. Yeah, know. yeah. So their stadium do- it doesn't feel much different probably than it does in normal situations. Yeah, but it gets loud in that park e- it because does, it's a dome. When, yeah. when they have like eight thousand, it still f- it still sounds like twenty. How about Glassman, I- by the way? How nasty is that guy? Yeah, he's, he's a freaking nature. Oh my god! And did you? Did you, I? I was watching um, MLB Network yesterday, and he did an interview on uh, on one of those shows. And he's just like he is ridiculously good looking too, and he speaks well. He's <laughs> he, he's. I mean, he's just yeah. line him up for the next ten years. He's gonna be he's gonna be leading the players' association by the time he's done with this thing. I did my physical across from him in Pittsburgh, and you know you got you got to have your shirt off and do all like the tests, like the, the flexibility, and they they kind of have you go through like uh, you know like squats and and they do like a mobility test. And I'm looking over at this dude's like four percent body fat. I'm I'm I've had my my kids already. I'm, I'm putting on a little boiler, and I'm just feeling like a bowl of dicks. And I just I'm looking over him like, man, the clock's ticking. If this is what's on its way up into the game, and <laughs> he's here. just a specimen. It's here. Yeah, dude. It is I think here, he's like and six, we, six, six, seven. Right we, <laughs> that's not, it wasn't a choice we made. No, you know, don't give no, me too much credit. I'd, look, I'd still be pitching right now, but what I'm saying is, we got the years that we needed. We got to in get at the right at the time. Perfect time we needed to get in. Exactly. We got in at the right time. I don't know if we'd be around if we, if we were trying to get in there right now. Who knows? Did you Did you see the ball Otani hit last night? I did. It looked he like he was f- swinging a one iron. Yeah, he no, that was two nights ago on the curveball oh, that he it? hit out of the dirt. Last night he hit a fastball inside 99 miles an hour on the black and he hit it out to left center opposite field at angel stadium where the ball doesn't fly i saw that like every time i I get kind of motivated i start feeling good like maybe i can do this thing make a comeback i'll see some shit like that and i'll just crack open another bud light and sink into the couch like there's just no there's no room in the game if you're not like a special athlete right now i know it's a cliche to say uh what would greg maddox what would they do with greg maddox right now but seriously if greg maddox was was available in the draft right now and all that, and it's coming up through the minors. He'd be a 40th well, when he, rounder. When he, when, he was, when he was drafted, he was throwing low. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was. But like a guy like him's like like Kyle Hendricks, where he's so elite with his control. Yeah, right. There's right. just there's not there's not room for the guys that are pretty good at control, you know, that right, that right. throw eighty nine and locate it pretty well because the yeah. one mistake they make is getting torched. But a guy like Maddox, I mean, his control was so elite. Yeah. He'd be fine in today's game. He'd actually probably maybe even be better because Guys aren't used to. Oh, it'd be so different. Like, yeah. If you watch what Kyle Hendricks is doing, you know, I think he'd be even uh-huh. better than that. Uh huh. Yeah, that's a good comparison, man. Uh, Eric and Boylo, on a scale of one to five, your level of concern, one being not concerned at all, five being very concerned over Acuna's slow start. Scale of one to five is zero. Yeah. Minus. Yeah, yeah, negative 14. <laughs> zero concern whatsoever. I, we're all in agreement on that. Yep, he's yeah. just too good. Yeah. It's it, right. it, you know, it's like a, a pitcher throwing. Like if if a Roldis Chapman gets off to a slow start, are you worried about it? You know, when somebody's so damn good and so talented, yeah, he's he's one adjustment away from having a three homer game. 
Exactly. And he hasn't seen proper live pitching for however long. You know, when you're facing right. your own guys. Right. He might have been hitting 40 like, throwing 86 and thinking he was locked he was, in. You know, he was, they both actually. thought they were locked in. Yeah. They did go he out to Campbell High and hit those guys sometimes. Yeah. So he's thinking, damn, I'm, I'm turning on 98. I'm ready for the heaters. And it was 88, you know. Exactly. Exactly. So you didn't never really know. Like, you're throwing against your own guys. You're not, you're not trying to hit people. You're not trying to come hard and in. You're just going through the motions. And they probably weren't being pitched to properly. You know, they were just getting just basically live VP. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, there's going to be an adjustment period. And I feel like some hitters have obviously found it somehow. There's some dudes that are raking, but. Right. Um, yeah. Just I case think, by uh, case. Yeah. Pitching's ahead of pitching's ahead of hitting right now, but not as far as the injuries go. I'm with you, Eric. I think there's going to be a few more too. That, that ramp yeah. up just. Oof. But even his baseball intelligence, man, like he's learning the game. He's just so good. Yeah. Like he's starting so high that he has to be in the big leagues to learn baseball. You know, mm-hmm. so for him, he's just got it. Two or three years from now, I don't think he'd have this slow start. But yeah. when you're young, man, you're learning all your adjustments. You're learning all your bad habits. And, and he's just got to figure out how to identify those faster. He's never had to because he's been so damn good and had so much bat speed. He can just overcome, you know, like a hitch in his swing or, yeah. or lunging or being a little off balance. But I, I think that, you know, it's nothing at all to worry about. And it's good to see. I'd, I'd much rather be saying, you know, are you worried about him than are you worried about Ozuna and Riley and, and other guys in the lineup right. that you mm. that kind of had question marks. Riley's what? a bull player, by the way. Can mm-hmm. we just, yeah, dude, he's a how good player. is he defensively, man? He is cool. good. He's got a cannon. He yeah. made that I, play at the end of the yep. game, to end the game the other yep. day, and he was shifted over to short. Yep. He fooled both me and Snit because we both thought it was Dansby the way he made that yep. play when that and that, yep. that throw. He can move wow. for a big guy. And he, you've been yeah. talking about his arm. And, I, you know, I, you hear guys have a good arm. But then when you see him throw a yep. ball from third like that, and he had a little style on it too. You know, he yep. just flicked it. And that ball had carry. Uh, he's solid, man. He's plus defender, oh. man. So yeah. stud. That's awesome. And he can play left field if we, if we need yep. him to like he did last night. Mm-hmm. Even the sack fly, I think it was two nights ago. He hit right. Or maybe last night, he had a sack fly on a fastball in that, that almost got to the warning track. I mean, seeing him drive the ball the other way is really – all you're looking for from him. Right. And then to pull it 500 feet like he did in New York. On the hanger. That, was that ball a was 500 feet. That was a confident I've never swing. seen a ball hit the third deck. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, I'm sure Joanna Cespedes has done it a couple of times. but Maybe um, MVP. Yeah. I've never seen it in Maybe the game. Acuna yeah. was fifth in MVP last year. He was a one odds maker in Vegas. Had him number one this year coming in. So he's hitting. It wasn't early. close either. He's one, yeah, the odds. He's 143 right now, batting 143, one extra base hit, no ribbies, 429 OPS in seven games, leads the majors in strikeouts, 14 and 28 at bats. But uh, talked to him yesterday, and he said, To be honest, I've never really felt any pressure, that type of pressure in my career. And then, because he said, We asked him, Do you feel pressure this year because of coming in as MVP favorite? He's playing a game. And he said, The MVP is not something I worry about because MVPs are chosen by stats. All I care about is helping my team win. Yes, it would be great to win MVP, but more so just to contribute to my team, blah, blah, blah. I'm not really aspiring or trying to win it, but if it happens, that'd be great, obviously. Freddie, Freddie said he saw a couple of the last couple of days, he's seen some swings from Acuna that lead him to believe he's because Freddie picked him to win MVP. He said in the winter and during spring training, he's going to win MVP. And Freddie thinks he's about ready to break out. Hmm. If anyone would know, it would be Freddie. Yeah. The, um, I mean, Acuna is just so damn good, though, man. He's literally just playing a game out there, 
you know, the guy that's grinding and feeling pressure is like Kevin Franson, you know, bouncing up and down between the big leagues, doing everything yeah. he can just to hit singles. Wow. You know, a guy, if you have that much talent, why would you ever feel pressure? Well, you're talking about guys being in different spots, depending on what they did during the, during the shutdown. Because like Austin Riley, for instance, he hit at his dad's facility. His dad's got a summer ball facility in Mississippi. So he was taking live BP and stuff. And you can, I mean, so some guys come in and other guys, Freddie was hitting off a tee at home, you know, with, with Charlie yeah, yeah. in the backyard at the swimming pool. So well, Freddie yeah. knows his swing so well, you know, and that's the difference I'm talking about. Like Freddie knows his swing so well yeah. at this point. He knows everything he has to do. He needs five at bats. He's ready to hit 300. So get this though. If you're just an example of how got some guys, how radically different it is right now, Christian Yelich. Okay. He's a oh, yeah. eight, 2018 MVP, 2019 runner up. A lot of people had him as the favorite again this year. He is one for 27 with 12 strikeouts and a 220 OPS right now. Christian Yelich. he also, he struggled during the whole summer camp too. I think he, I think he hit one bomb at the end of summer camp and the rest of the time he was just scuffling, mm-hmm. they said. Look, I think, I think a lot of guys <laughs> had a decision to make at the start of this quarantine with the spare space in their house. Do they put a golf simulator in or do they put a hitting cage in there? <laughs> I think a lot of guys. Tough call. Golf simulator. <laughs> Did you see Gallo with the hitting uh, in, yep. in, in his high rise? In his apartment. Yeah. Those neighbors sick. probably love those balls hitting <laughs> ceilings. Sick. I was waiting for a ball to go through the glass, man, just to shatter the whole glass. <laughs> Why wouldn't you do that? I mean, I, I, I would. You just, you just got to figure it out. But, That's also yeah, what we're talking about, though, Dave, where, you know, even for me up here in Seattle in the off seasons, I always went down to Florida early because – my first two weeks of throwing, I was just throwing against a cement wall at uh-huh. a park. You know, I didn't have a lot of friends here being from another part of the state and all my friends are spread out. So you right. don't have like throwing partners. I didn't have connections with facilities. So you don't, everybody was doing something different. And even if you have, if you're practicing something poor and building a bad habit, yeah. you don't know until you get against big league competition. So you could have, you know, just a little hitch or a little something going wrong, pulling off the ball with your swing and, it, you know, you you work on a slider all off season as a pitcher, and you come in and you think it's money, and the first three just get torched. Then you know you need to tweak something, but you've already built that that muscle memory. So everybody's just coming from such a different background than they're used to right now. Do you remember the guy? Dave, you'd be shocked. You'd be shocked to see some of the places that I've played catch in during the off season. <laughs> I, I know. I probably wouldn't. I was like in parking garages usually because it's always raining. On rocks. It's like wherever you can find a place. I'd always had a glove and a ball with me, and I had a buddy yep. to throw. So. Well, look at the yeah, dudes in the Dominican, together. man. The dudes in yeah. some parts of the Dominican. I mean, they make They just like play that. pickup games. How about uh, the uh, the guy the Braves signed out of uh, – out of, he, he had – he had, he had gone unsigned. The Braves signed him late in spring training or right at the start of the year. It was about 10 years ago. He had a he had been in Oklahoma, and he had a, a pitching mound in his basement. He dug out the walls so he could have a full-length pitching mound, and he had been throwing <laughs> in the basement for like a month or two, and the Braves signed him. He came up and started like three days later. Damn. Come on. Who was <laughs> yeah, it? I forgot his name, man, but he'd been throwing in the mound in his basement that he had – he had literally dug it through the walls and made it a full-length mound. So, <laughs> I mean, cool. that's the type of stuff guys are pulling off, though. But, I mean, what if you put your mound at 58 feet on accident? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so, just, everything's just jimmy-rigged. You know, you're so, just kind of putting it together. Uh, just to take that a, a point further, Chris Bryant, the 2016 MVP, he's two for 22 with 10 strikeouts and a 303 OPS. And George Springer is one for 21. 
Yeah, well, but this, we this can stuff talk happens about in the regular Springer season, too. Exactly. You know, exactly. it's, 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 it's like Go ahead, Pete on Springer. Six games. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like Springer? No, no I think Springer's great. He's going to theorize on why he might be uh, struggling. No, you just I just thought it was interesting that you put that in there. But, uh, um, yeah, I, <laughs> did you hear Hershiser? Yeah, I did. Yes, it's I heard it. To, 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 it's harder to guess it is to know. Guessing is harder than knowing. That's a, yeah. that's a good line. And then did you see Preston Wilson's retort? I follow Preston because I used to cover him with the Marlins. Did you see his retort? Uh-uh. No. He said when he was with the Mets and they faced the Her- uh, Hershiser, everybody on the Mets knew that Hershiser was using shit to make the ball move the way he did. So he said, and and he had the he said he had the gall to send Bibles over to our clubhouse, and I think he even autographed them. <laughs> that's that's a power move. <laughs> yeah, Preston said that on Twitter. You guys are going to need God to hit me. Here you go. <laughs> that's great. Uh, so Acuna said, uh, "Oh, oh, regarding the slow starts, he's he's you know Acuna, he just doesn't." He doesn't think about this shit, but he said, I don't ne- think I necessarily have a theory on it. I think it's just part of the game. You know, you're understood in baseball. There's going to be highs and lows, and that's part of it. Obviously, I have yeah. I'll always have the confidence in myself and believe in myself, so just continue to strive and work hard and try to get through the slump. It, it, he doesn't it's always it. amplified at the start of the season, too. This guy ain't you know, worried like, about anything. Exactly. No, if this happened in the middle of the year, it would be nothing. It would be it's a blip. four weeks from now, and he already put up his normal numbers. Nobody would even care. One it's, week it's is always amplified at the start of the year. Yeah. The whole year is going to be weird anyway because yeah. of what's going on. So there's going to be weird stats. There's going to be weird games. There's going to be two. Going to be, yeah. We're going to be doing two seven inning games for double hitters now. I mean, it's, it's, I don't have a problem with runners that. starting on I second base. Neither. What do you think about the runners on second? Yeah, yeah. I don't How do you have feel a about that more though. Okay, so I don't mind the the runner on second. Um, I think they should start with the runner on first instead. Yeah, I do too. It, it, I like that. It, it, leaves, it leaves you open with a few more things. Yeah. You, I mean, in international baseball, they started with runners on first and second. So it was almost an automatic bump every single time. It just became whoever yeah. can do the fundamentals better. Whereas runner on first leaves a little bit more for interpretation right. by managers as to what they want to do, where they're at in their lineup, you know, home and away. I don't know why they don't walk the first hitter every time to try to set up a double play. I, I asked Snit about that. that. I asked Snit, would they, they walk don't do anybody? That anymore. They don't put runners on. I asked Snit about that, and he said, depending on what it is, he goes, we've talked about that, depending on what the lineup is, who's coming up. I mean, I think it just Especially obviously- bottom half. I yeah. mean, maybe maybe if you're the if you're the home team, you don't want to give them a chance to put up a two spot. But if you're looking at getting walked off, why wouldn't you just walk? Unless it's just a, a big strikeout guy, why wouldn't you just walk and set up a double play? He said if it was a guy like Alonzo coming up that, yeah, he'd think about walking rather than having him be able to end the game. It, depending on yeah. – also, if where you are, home or away. Cause like you don't want right, a guy yeah. to be able to walk you off, right? Well, yeah, but he, yeah, the, the not, winning runs already on second. Team. Right, you're not going to do it as a home team because you don't want to give up a two, two or three spot. You know, no, you want to turn into a big start enemy. as an away team. Why would you do? Why would you do that in the top of the ninth? Why would you? No, bottom nine. You already, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But the home team would. You uh, would want to avoid thing. that multiple yeah, yeah. spot. Yeah, 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 we're same page. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I. I still don't like it. It's it's still not baseball as we know what I mean. But but Dave, what happens I, if? But I don't mind it for this year. Sudden, I don't mind it for this right, year. That's what I'm it's saying. Okay this, this year's year. fine. Or right. he's rather that than a team literally get screwed for a week yeah, because absolutely. they went 18 yeah. innings. I have yeah. no problem with any that's of the rule okay changes this for this year. Yeah, because this year's a freak year anyway. For this year, I don't have a problem with it. What about next year? I, I, I hate the DH and the NL, but I've accepted it's going to happen, so that's all right. And, you know, so far, eh, I don't know. 
Why do we you hate it? We though? can't fight I it. I don't like four-hour games that are twenty to eighteen. I just don't like them. I don't. I, I, I think the strategy like, I, involved is more. It's not more, every game in the American not League. Every game, still good no. pitchings, and every pitching decision isn't based on where you're at in your lineup. Well, it's, as a pitcher, actually, why, why you do you let like pitchers it? pitch? As a pitcher, why do you like? Why do I like the edge on a on a team like the Yankees or anybody with a lot of money? There's not going to be a place where you can you know, take a, catch your breath and have an out. Yeah, as a starting pitcher, there's not a soft spot oh, in the lineup right. with some of these teams. Yeah, right. But it's relentless. Th- sure, but it's also it's also not just walking the eight hole to get to the nine hole every single time the pitcher spot's coming up. Right. That's not baseball either. Like that's. Well, that is baseball if that's the way the game was played for 150 years. (laughs) It is baseball. (laughs) But they've changed. Pitches don't hit anymore, Dave. It's not the same way that it used to be. Pitches used to to take pride in hitting. And Bontine and Bontine and everything. Right. They used to give a shit. Now it's like, I'm here to do my job. My job is to pitch. And I've spent three months on a Rapsoda machine just working on a slider. I haven't spent three months working (laughs) on a swing. (laughs) So let me do what I've trained to do. And nobody bunts anymore. I was seeing it. They, they were showing stats from the uh, minor leagues where they've had this runner on second thing for a while, uh, or at least for a couple of years. And last year they said they gave the percentages of teams that bunted in those situations. And it was pretty low. But then they gave the percentage of whether that team won or lost, and they actually had more success when they did not bunt. So right. it's like – but most I of these love guys, the bunt. A lot of as these a guys, starting, as a reliever, I loved it when they bunted because yeah. it, it was a free out, and then you just pitch around the next guy, throw some sinkers in the dirt or something, you set up a double play, you get one out, and one pitch gets you out of it. I always, like for me personally, mm. you know, I, I love old school baseball, but as a reliever, I loved when teams gave me that free out. And, and Pete, to, to your point, man, now that they have the DH in like every league coming up, pitchers get to the majors, especially if they start out in the American League or whatever, and they might – all of a sudden you're going to ask them to bunt when they haven't done it, you right. know, in literally in their right. lives. Not in college, not in minors, not in high school. So, right. yeah, it, it, it's almost forced it to change. It's a lost art. It's almost forced yeah. to change because guys yeah. look goofy yeah. up there if they haven't done it. And they, and they risk injury too. Yeah. Chin and Wong. Chin and Wong's career exactly. was ruined because of that thing. And that's – yeah, that's – Get out of the way. bad. <laughs> so I don't have a problem. I've accepted it, but, you know. Yeah. Look, if it, if it was if it was a case where where guys would literally take pride and, and actually try, but you, you can't yeah. expect these guys to be to be good at two things when the game's at the level that it's at, right? Right. There used to be pitchers that were so good at bunting. I mean, that was not long yeah. ago either. Starting pitchers, most of them could bunt. I'll tell you what, though, you do. They always make us bunt in spring training, you know, for whatever reason. They just don't want the pitchers to go home. So, like, relievers spend at least 20 minutes a day bunting. And bunting off a machine versus bunting off a a live arm is Uh two different worlds. Like, when the ball starts scattering around, you're trying to bunt it, it's hard. That would terrify me, man. I tried to bunt off Chuck Hernandez. <laughs> That's like two or three years ago. I didn't get one down. I thought I was locked in too. I was getting them all down off the machine. He started throwing left-handed and moving it around. I was hopeless. <laughs> Pete, did you happen to see the uh, video that was posted on Twitter of Jack Leiter, Al Leiter's kid, yeah. his 20-year-old kid? Yeah. And it wasn't that he's the it. nastiest pitcher alive. It's just the angle. Good he's perspective. Pretty, he's pretty nasty. And the perspective was from the batter's box. Pete, it was it was like so good, Pete. I retweeted it for people that always say, "Oh, I could get up there and do that." I'm like, man, no, you could not. And they and it's it's lighter throwing to like high nineties with a nasty slider going right into the batter's box to the camera. And I'm sitting there How thinking, did you do 
It was uh, yesterday. Yesterday. You got to look at this thing. It's, it's pretty nasty. The, the bite on a slider, like seeing it just come out and then just uh-huh. take off how hard it is. I, I wish all fans could just understand because it looks so much slower on TV. Yeah. It, I got in the box like twice in my career and the ball looked like a ping pong ball seven feet away and it was over the plate. And I, I said to people, that you little league sluggers out there that think you could step in there and do better than this guy who's hitting 050 right now. You can't. No, you'd be terrified. You know, yeah. and, and and lighter he throws hard, but he's also got that follow through that looks it, it looks even more menacing the way he it's comes aggressive. off. Yeah, very aggressive, and he's <laughs> very, thick legs. Very convicted. And he's in, yeah. So, but but Dad, any, you tweet a lot. I do, but I looked at that and I thought, can you imagine trying to bunt against that guy? Holy yeah, I've done it. It shit. sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yada, you you don't have to imagine. You guys try have done it. That's yeah, not fun. Yeah. You try and face Hung Chi Kuo after 17 elbow surgeries. Doesn't know where it's going at 95. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Stick me in the dugout. Yeah. I don't want to see those things. That's like, uh, what's his name? Did when uh, Randy Johnson threw at him in the All Star game? Crow, uh, Larry Crook, Walker. John, no, was it Larry Walker? Oh, or John Crow. It was Crow. Yeah, yeah, both they did, both it, yeah. did it. Turn the batting helmet around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a tough league. Easy to forget that. <laughs> there's no, there's no poetic. other. That was poetic. There's nothing more comp. There's nothing comparable in it. football. Is a violent, violent sport, but there's nothing comparable in football to being hit in the face with a 98 mile an hour fastball. Nothing. Oh, helmet to helmet might might have an yeah. idea. It ain't life threatening, man. You could snap what? your neck. You could they, snap your yeah. neck. But they've Not also, instantly. but they've also outlawed all those hits. You could still get yeah. hit illegally, but they've outlawed all the spearing and leading with the helmet and all that. Yeah, but do you think it's legal to throw a baseball at someone's face? Well, no, but it happens. I mean, it's not going to. So, so does helmet to helmet. Like it's, you, there's definitely. So, so I'm, you can't tell me that football is less risk than playing baseball. No, no, Joe I Kelly, said, Joe I'm Kelly saying, got eight games for I'm it. I'm talking specifically a fastball to the face. That there's right. nothing comparable in football. They've out they've yeah. outlawed Jack Tatum coming over and killing guys coming over the middle. You know, paralyzing yeah. guys yeah. that. If you do it now, I mean, you're immediately thrown out of the game, but you'll be suspended for several games too. Eight. You get yeah. eight for it now. So, you know, anyway. Is that in football or is that is that just a Joe Kelly reference? Joe Kelly. Yeah, 22, <laughs> 22 games you get. What would you think about that, slider. man? What would you think about that? Um, um, I, I'll, I'll be completely honest. I think that. I don't think he had any idea where he was throwing the baseball during that inning. Uh-huh. Um, Trying to hit guys, but no if, idea where to do it. I don't know if the three zero one was intentional or whether it was just a little bit of a, a watsy. I think but then it was. He, <laughs> I'm blocking this dude he, anyway. Might as well let him wear it. But listen, have you seen the inning where he everything was up and in? Like his slider, he was obviously – he was not finishing his pitches. He was leaving everything up and in. And everything was – like he threw sliders at people's heads. Mm-hmm. I – didn't think that it deserved that. I didn't know about the taunting. I think the biggest issue and the message that MLB is trying to send is the coronavirus thing. And he was right, right. He was instigating he was in, instigating a potential melee right. where there was going to be people in I close contact, right. and that's what they're trying to avoid. I think that's what has made. You could be right about that. Not that he threw. I didn't people. think about Not that. that he, I don't think that's it. I think you're right. Trying to avoid both suspensions and injuries because either could really derail, derail a team if a guy's gone for a month. Yeah. Or two weeks. Just that's my take, anyway. That's a good point. Yeah, you might be right about that. Yeah. 
But I, 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 I mean, was there some <laughs> was there some intent? He didn't I'm feel bad. Sure, but <laughs> what did he, he wasn't nice, even on the team. Like, what did he say? He nice swing, that bitch. Year, but, that was. I said that too. And I swing, bitch. Not directly to someone's face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dusty, your breath. And then Dusty shared yeah. that in a post game. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I wonder um, how Dusty feels after seeing you know coaching a team that that did that. You know, it'd be weird to have to back them up, but it's it's your team now. You just re-ended. So, how about Dusty coming back? Uh, you know, after several years away, comes back, and this season is the one he gets with that team. He's it's the, a lot no to navigate. For it. He's the yeah. guy for sure. He's the man. And then, and he got an, he got another year. So I think they've been impressed with the way that he's handled it so far. And I think they said, "Yeah, we want this guy around." Love the guy. All right. Yeah. Uh, last thing, Nick Markakis. You okay. referred to it earlier. Uh, hmm. I was going to ask yeah. how surprised were you guys by his change of heart, but you both said you were surprised by both, and so was I. I would have said he's the yeah. last guy on the team that's going to opt out. <laughs> and then when he came back. Yeah. I was surprised at that too, but less surprised that he came back. I just didn't know it was possible because most of us thought there was a rule that they couldn't. That was what was reported. But actually the yeah, old so rules, the-, the old rules were still in effect, which is guys can be reinstated from the uh, restricted list by August 1st. Huh. Yeah. I didn't know that. That was still in I the I didn't old know rules. either. Yeah. Nobody did. I didn't know either. Um, uh, and I've listened to a lot of people's take on this and, and uh, you know, it's, I haven't spoken to Nick, myself so i can't tell you exactly what he's thinking but i i just feel like maybe he was like you know what i miss it i want to go i want to yeah. go and compete again and, and speaking to freddie who had been on a road trip and was right. like look it's not as bad as you think it still right. seems pretty normal and nick's not a guy that that travels to a to, to a city and has to go and explore and yeah, tour no. and do he's, yeah. he's, he's in nick, the room he, he's, he's in, in his room, room. Yeah. and he just yeah. does whatever he wants like it's so i does feel like thing. he maybe thinks that, that, that there's a chance to still play the game that he loves clearly because yeah. he's not doing it for the money so yeah um, I'll tell you what, man, championship. you you sit at home, like when you're playing, it can turn into a grind and, and you think it's a lot of work and all this stuff, but then you sit at home and especially with kids and everything going on and you watch everybody playing baseball, it's, it, it you've realized how much you love the game once you're out of it. Yep. And he yep. said, I'm 36, but I look out there and I know I can help these guys win. And he felt yeah. like he let the team down by bailing when he did. But the Braves said, you know, no, we didn't feel like that at all, but he felt like he did. He felt guilty. Right. Well, it's a, it's a it's a powerful emotion. Yeah, and he's sitting um, at home watching but, the games on TV. You know, right? It, he's um, and uh, I mean, I think it takes a lot of balls to to say, I, you know what? I did I, I I made a decision and I've changed my mind. I think if more people would accept the change yeah, every now and then, we, we wouldn't be in the situation we're in. Like, yeah, sometimes people change their minds. It, I, it happens. Holy shit! Didn't know you could do that. And anymore. that's what he said. <laughs> you know, and I liked when he said, you know, I made a decision. Sometimes we make decisions without thinking them through thoroughly. And, uh, you know, that's what I did. He goes, maybe it was the right decision, but I'm going to go against my decision. <laughs> I like the candor. He's just like, I don't know if it's right or wrong, but I want to play. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's where that we are as a society with this whole thing. Like, nobody really knows what the flip is going on. Right. And so yeah. you have to experience it. You have to do whatever you feel comfortable doing and not rely on everybody else's, did you hear about this? Did you hear about this? Like, go right. and – Live it yourself. See how you feel, and go do some shit. Yeah, Freddie said he knew when he watched uh, when Nick said he watched the Nationals Yankees opening exactly. night. Freddie knew he was coming back because he never yeah. watches baseball. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I didn't watch much when I was playing, but as soon as I was on the couch, I was watching games all day. Yeah. Hey, how I about, can call it work though. 
How about Freddie, man? Goes, by the way, goes four months without seeing live pitching between the three and a half months shutdown, two, two weeks of summer camp that he missed while COVID-19. Comes back, plays five games, uh, three inner mm-hmm. squads, two exhibitions against the Marlins, and then he's played every game since the season started. He had a 4-4-5 game with a homer and a double two nights ago. That's who he is. Yep. That's Four he's touched. months without live pitching. He was touched. Touched on the he, way out of the womb. He he has an ability to get the barrel of the baseball bat to the center of the baseball better than any person that I've seen. And it's he takes it he does it on swings that, that shouldn't even be allowed. Yeah. But he somehow manages to make it work. Freed had a great comment. He was talking about Nick being back. And, and or he was he was asked about Freddie's four for five game and, and Freed said that uh it's like Nick, those two guys are the same. He goes, I was uh he faced Nick on the first day of live BP after the shutdown. I watched said, it. And he's did you? Yeah. <laughs> Free, oh, you watched the interview? Oh, the, no, I watched I watched the I watched the, you watched the live stream. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how bored Moilo is. He was Freed, watching That's live exactly streams. Exactly how bored I was. <laughs> Freed said he threw him like ninety-five and then he threw him a change up and Nick just spat on it and, and then he came back with ninety two and Nick hit it and, and, and Nick said something like, uh, you can't teach that. You can see it. You can read it. <laughs> yeah. and, That's and, how Prado was. And Freed Every said Freddie is the same way, man. Those guys mm-hmm. can see pitches that other guys just can't can't do. Can't, yep. can't. Yeah. That's what Riley is, you know. Uh, uh, Sight said that's the big thing with Riley that he had to learn last year that he was really is recognizing pitches that start out of strikes and turn, become balls. He just couldn't do it initially, especially when he was going forward, you know, and, and getting on his front foot. And now that he's sitting back a little bit, he's getting a lot better at that. So he spat on that slider the other night and hit that curveball out. So. Maybe sound but that good. tells you exactly how hard hitting is, right? Oh, yeah. You just gotta you just gotta recognize pitchers and swing when they're when they're strikes. Well, no <laughs> shit. You've got every single pitcher in the league that is literally using a computer game to design that every pitch looks exactly yeah. the same. Yeah, and looks like strikes. Tunneling, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, that's the game of baseball. We're in a nutshell. The tunneling, man. Jeez. Yeah. I don't know how hitters do it. What they can see, they can spot the red on the ball and tell if it's a Break a ball or fastball? God, I'm, I'm lucky to see the ball as a hole with my eyes. No kidding, man. Well, the best ones, most of the best guys had better than better than 2020. I mean, Chipper was 2015. Ted Williams, they said, was if it's better, if you can have better than 2015, he was below that. And it also made him the best fighter pilot when he was doing that for three years. Yeah. Nice side gig right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty amazing, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, we were just they were just better men back then. We were, we, we, oh, we're just a bunch of we're just a bunch of I don't know. <laughs> we've, we've ruined ourselves. We need I, need I need to go pick up some tools or something. They said Ted fit Ted Williams was also and not exaggerating. They said he was the best fly fisherman in the world when he did that too down in the keys. Really? Yeah, some guys are yep. just the best at everything. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Mantle go out and playing drunk and day games and just hitting bombs. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's that's the big change in the game. Everyone wants to say, I don't know if you know uh, players from the '90s could play in today's game, but I know that players from today's game couldn't hang with the old school dudes. <laughs> not the way they not the way they lived. No, no, no. It's a dude. They just play Fortnite and go to bed. These guys were hammered till four in the morning and still seeing three balls the next day and hitting a homer. 
So it's all relative. You know, yes, it, it is may, relative. They may have been throwing 84, but in actuality, it was 95 because everyone was hammered. <laughs> Get get Babe Ruth on a squat routine. See how much juice he's got. <laughs> Eat hot dogs during a game. Yeah, he'd make the adjustment. I love it. All right, fellas. Well, let's 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 hope we get through this thing, man. Every day I, I see teams test positive and games get canceled. I worry about it. I don't know how they're gonna make them up. They're gonna go with winning percentage at the end of the year because I, I think that's the only answer. They're gonna have honestly. to. The Marlins are gonna end up playing twenty games. Everybody's yeah. getting in though. Nobody even wants to fly down to Miami to play. Would you? No, absolutely okay. not. They're going to have to become yeah. a barnstorming team and just play road games. That's what they're doing in Toronto anyway. Yeah, so it's in Toronto. Just, playing just, a like Buffalo. A, it's a traveling circus. It's great. They, they had their home opener in D.C. yesterday. The, net, yeah. the Blue Jays did. God, could you imagine that as a player? Like, there's no – you don't have anywhere – you're just living in a hotel. Well, I've done that a few years, but still, like, it's – I don't know. I'd be glad not to go through customs, especially during now. Oh, I mean, yeah. the, the, the customs delay when you'd fly into Toronto was another oh, hour and a half on horrible. your trip, and you already had to fly, you know, an extra hour and a half flight. Yeah. I would, I'd be okay playing in Buffalo. Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we'll do this again. Uh, Pete, you have to come back uh, before long. All right, man. Anytime. Yeah, you didn't have shit uh, to do. Appreciate it. Hey, by the way, Fun trivia question. Uh, Buffalo, New York was the first uh, city I went to when I had when I came back and signed with the Braves uh, in 2006. What for? Triple A up there? Triple A, yeah. Snip was my manager. Yeah. yeah. We got snowed out first three games. So it was it was pointless. But we went to the, well, I went to Niagara Falls and I went to a casino with Buddy Carlisle. And, uh, Buddy C. Name? Buddy C. <laughs> anyway, right. there's a trivia. If you guys want to just stop recording, I can tell stories all afternoon if you like. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for coming, Moira. I would rather hear that than what we've been talking about. (laughs) We'll do that next time, time, man. Stories are great. All right. right. (laughs) 755 is real. We're out. (laughs) 